0: Working Interferences is intended for mature audiences. Since the hosts never grew up, someone needs to be the adult. Welcome to Working Interferences with Josh and Lance, the dental advice podcast for the average dentist. Here is Josh and Lance.
1: Bruhs, what is up? Welcome to the Working Interferences Podcast, a dental advice show. I am Joshua Austin.
0: And I am Lance Timmerman.
1: Lance, happy Boxing Day.
0: (laughs) Isn't that Canadian?
1: I think it's British as well. Okay. Right. But if that makes sense, because they're part of the empire, I believe. Sure. We're going
0: to call them Commonwealth.
1: Boxing Day, that has to do with vaginas, right?
0: Yeah, of course.
1: Yeah. Uh, what else would it be? I, I mean, I had two black men hitting each other in the face. <laughs> okay. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I don't understand Boxing Day. I, I'm guessing it has something to do with... It seems to me like if it were today... Mm-hmm. Like if it were modern times, Boxing Day would be like, oh, it's the day after Christmas. That's the day that you box up all your Amazon returns, <laughs> right. uh, you know, the stuff you got for Christmas. But I feel like this holiday has been around for longer than like what it would be for like boxing up a return or to get a refund. So I don't know what the genesis of Boxing Day is. I'm sure a simple Google search would enlighten both of us. But yeah. that's too much effort. Yeah.
0: If I have to click more than once, I'm, I'm just not. Like, I'm re- done. Yeah. yeah.
1: I don't I don't care that much. Mm-hmm. It, but it really is today's like the day where I, I feel like people go and like buy Christmas decorations and Christmas candy at 50% off. Well,
0: and all the shit that they really wanted that they didn't get.
1: And no one right. caught so their passive-aggressive
0: hint. Yeah. And so they get what they... Yeah, the gift cards Did and Did you get what you really wanted?
1: Sure. As, I- as pi- <laughs> pair of uh, christian louis baton high heels in a size 12 and a half men's
0: oh and my bedazzled thong uh you know, yes. you know when, you, when you don't ask for anything then the expectations aren't there therefore you're not disappointed yeah. and right. so i learned that that I, i've been married for 25 years so i i got over that 24 years ago so
1: do your daughters get you like like do they get you a gift do they do like the the they like go to a craft store and make you a uh a uh cigarette uh, an ashtray you know this is so, world's best dad yeah. Even know that you
0: don't smoke i'm gonna start just because of all the ashtrays that i've got yes yeah <laughs> so yeah. i gotta use them you know the, the crafts that's kind of a uh, early grade school kind of a thing and now yeah. that they're in college and high school they they've they've really figured it out my my got you know cards my, my oldest she gave me cards says what do you get the guy who has everything he wants and the only thing that, that he can't get or buy is just time with the kids so we, I've got dates scheduled with the kids and we'll, okay. we'll do activities so I, you know I honestly in, in all truth yeah I got what I wanted good
1: I, and as you? long as I don't have to plan the date like that's right. like even <laughs> better like For sure. you have you like you know where we're going to eat you have activities planned I will go like that's the gift is not having to plan it yeah yeah for sure, for sure. How about yourself? Yeah. Did you
0: get everything you wanted?
1: And I got surprised. I got a nice okay. uh, piece of Louis Vuitton luggage, which I was not expecting, like a duffel bag, you know, for for traveling, which is very nice and a and a very nice manly navy blue sort of not the not the LV like with uh, oh, I didn't think
0: Louis Vuitton came manly
1: little florette. No, this is like the the <laughs> sort of like like <laughs> gingham checker pattern. I don't know what the name okay. of it is, but like in, in a nice dark navy. Okay, uh, with my initials on it. That's, yeah, it looks it cool. looks good. I was surprised. I was I was expecting like a laptop and and did not get a laptop. That's what I'd today's got that.
0: for. You get the coupon. Yeah,
1: to go to exactly. Amazon. That's a yeah. boxing, boxing day. That's
0: day. right. Boxing day. boxing day. Have you ever been, I was in Paris wow, 10 years ago, uh, maybe longer, and there's a Louis Vuitton store nearby. And I had this, this Asian, one, Asian woman came up to me and she goes, hey, will you go in and, and make this purchase for me? And I'm sitting there. Yeah, I was, um why? So I, I have a feeling that she was one of those Hong Kong knockoff artists and they needed a, a real one to then go back and to copy. be the example. Yeah. 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 And for a price, well, yeah, I'll, I'll do that. So you, you wet your beak on it a little bit. Oh, and yeah. got a little I uh, yes, we and, and came out and gave it to an Asian chick, and she ran away. And I'm like, ah, that's probably illegal. <laughs> yeah, but uh, <laughs>
1: I got what is it like Euros. when when they don't tell the president something because it's um, plausible, plausible deniability? <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's exactly what that is. That's, like I, I didn't ask. Sure. I, they didn't. She didn't tell me. I have no idea who yeah, knows?
0: exactly. Exactly. But I made the purchase, and uh, I had the drop, and uh, we didn't have secret Sweet. language or anything. Thing, but no yeah.
1: that's exhilarating that's <laughs> thrilling
0: if like, I, cool. I went to
1: Paris I would want something like that right? I feel like, or like Jason Bourne you know like, right, I yeah, need a like, number to count right and I need you to like go into the Louvre <laughs> and take like some pictures from a certain angle with this camera and, and do some kind of mark or something like that yeah I feel like that would be part of like a trip to Paris. Like I, I would be disappointed if I didn't have some like international espionage intrigue with right, that. Right. Yeah. It reminds me of the movie, the game. Do you remember the movie, the game yeah. with Michael Douglas?
0: That was awesome. Yeah.
1: I would absolutely be down for like all of that, right? Like where you have that, like you pay for those sort of experiences or whatever, but mm-hmm. like part of the deal is they made you think that it wasn't really an experience. Like I don't, you know, that, that gets harder to do. Yeah. Uh, but that would be, I think that like all of what happened in that movie like until the part where he tried to commit suicide that <laughs> yeah, part was weird but like all of the sort of like just sort of running around and thinking that someone's trying to kill you and they're actually not or whatever like that seems yeah. totally cool i'd be down for all of that <laughs>
0: all right so i now i know what to get you for uh, next that's christmas that's right. <laughs> yes, right someone trying to kill me <laughs> i'm going to put a hit on you and uh <laughs> But just a
1: really bad hitman. Nice. <laughs> nice. Well, Lance, this is an advice show. Yes. And, and we answer our listeners' questions. We answer questions that we find uh, on those neat little dental Facebook groups. We answer questions from Reddit. Uh, we answer questions from our listeners. We strive to help dentists and dental team members with our own unique brand of advice. So please, listeners, we need your questions. They are the sustenance we crave. And you can submit your questions to workinginterferences at gmail.com. Now, we just don't want any questions, do we, Lance? Fuck no. We don't want a bunch of question, boring questions like, what's the best material for border molding? Because we all know that Green Stick Compound is the best border molding material ever. <laughs> we want the tough question. We want the questions that Gordon Christensen cannot answer. And so I've got a few good ones today. I hope you are ready to dole out some tough advice.
0: I think so. We'll see.
1: All right, good. So question one, Caressa asks, so I purchased a dental practice a year and a half ago from two retirement age dentists. I am finding that patients sometimes think that I'm the assistant and not the dentist, even though my white coat plain as day says Dr. D. Or at conventions or C events, the vendors always ask me, who is your doctor? Sometimes they tell me I look too young, which is crazy to me because I think I look my age. I have an 11-year-old son, by the way. Even the mommy dentist page administrator on Facebook messaged me and said, I'm sorry, this page is for moms who are dentists, yada, yada, yada. I rarely wear scrubs for this reason. Does anyone else have the problem that I have? I fear people won't take my advice seriously how do you overcome it? Sorry about the rant. Lance, I, hmm. I I don't know. Do you have people questioning your age nowadays? Well, not anymore, but when I first yeah.
0: graduated, sure. And, and yeah. happily or luckily, may, maybe not so much. I, I grayed a little bit early. So I did have a little bit of gray, but I- It's I, so nice. I, yeah, I'm I did graying throw on some. Uh, I I grew a goatee. This is the late 90s. Goatees were kind of still almost sort of cool. Did you no. ever do the soul patch just no. the, like
1: the, just that little part underneath the lower lip?
0: I did it for about like 20 minutes. It still looked so okay. like, like it looks like such a douche that I couldn't even last more than 20 minutes since there's
1: somebody who I think I don't know what the guy's name is, but it, he he lectures like with David Hornbrook. uh oh And, and he still has that like little soul patch thing. And it's, he's like got the shaved head too. And so like literally that little patch of hair underneath his lower lip is the only hair that he has. (laughs) It just looks strange. Like, I don't, I don't understand that. The full beard with the shaved head, I think is a way better move than just that little soul patch thing. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, for guys, it's so much easier because number one, gray looks good Mm -hmm. on guys. Like, like, at least I tell myself that because I've almost completely gray temples and, and probably will be fully gray, like in the next five years yeah and then i've even got like gray in my beard but you could you know you've got gray in your temples guys kind of go gray early and it Mm -hmm. looks good and then you get you grow some facial hair and like that's it but i i totally understand sort of women maybe bemoaning this problem except they bemoan the problem until the day they don't and then they wish for the day that they looked younger exactly
0: exactly yeah
1: so it's you're sort of screwed if you do and screwed if you don't
0: yeah yeah and i'm sure that we're probably the last people to be given this advice we're both dudes. Oh totally. You know, we really yeah. should have a a check on here to to kind of
1: We should have done this with Aaron. Uh, yeah, no,
0: no kidding. Why did yeah. this This question? came
1: in after after Damn the it. Aaron episode, Damn but okay. this would have been good for Aaron. Yeah. Um so uh, there's a couple things that I want to address out of this question. First off, can you imagine the insanity that happens in the mommy dentist Facebook page.
0: Yeah, that got me thinking as, as I was reading oh that, my going, God. oh, I kind of want to, you know, catfish this whole thing just so I can see what's like, going on.
1: Shot and totally schadenfreude it because I, <laughs> I can just imagine. We happen like Lance and I, the, the, there are a few sort of male kind of centric Facebook pages that we won't really mention. But right. and, and, and there's been some sort of rumblings on those pages about like, do we think there's an alternate version of this where <laughs> there's females that are just, you know, complaining about stuff in their lives, uh-huh. I, this is obviously confirmation that there is. It, it exists. Um, the mommy dentist. And can you imagine like the, the, whoever the administrator is sending out that message? Like,
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no kidding.
1: Cause I would think like, like the whole message about the mommy dentist Facebook page is like, Hey, come here. Like for an accepting, understanding, safe space, A safe space. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Testament and freeze. then
1: here it is, yeah. like you are welcomed at the door <laughs> with this. You have to be a dentist to be here, like oh I am, like oh sorry, like oh like just first off, like like what like knocking on the door, you are immediately made to feel unwelcome in this in yeah. this safe space. I, I looked at at the the profile picture for Caressa, mm-hmm. and Caressa seems to be a uh, a young African American woman, uh-huh. um, and and I'm not trying to get like like racial into this, but there are certainly races that that age sort of at different rates than other races, right? So you typically like, you know, the Asian, you you have the Asian females who, who you really can't necessarily tell what decade they're in, Uh um, because they, they sort of kind of, you know, I I don't know, age gracefully, whatever it is. And then there's the old axiom, the rhyming axiom, black don't crack. Um, okay. which has to come from somewhere. You've heard that before. I have, I have. So, you know, I, I, I think I think Caressa's probably in for a long time before she starts showing her age.
0: Probably, probably. And, you know, when I was younger, I, I kind of embraced the whole, I looked younger. Uh, so yeah. I, I went to CE events. I made sure I wore a, a concert t-shirt and a backwards baseball <laughs> cap. And so I would go and I would register and they would say, okay, and your name is? Oh, Lance Timmerman. Okay, and the doctor's name? Well, Lance Timmerman. Uh, and they would yeah. look up and they would size me down Totally judging me. And they're like, yeah, okay. And like, like they were doing me some solid, like wink, wink. I'm like, no, fuck you, dude. I, I, I really am the doctor.
1: Yeah, I should be here. Yeah, <laughs> i paid right.
0: enough. Damn it. But. Yeah,
1: I, I've, I've witnessed all that sort of like on the exhibit hall floor. Uh-huh. Of, but like, vendors are jerks. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Like they, they really like. I, <laughs> I, think the sales, like sales, is still sort of the last bastion of like the old boys club. I, I feel like, uh-huh. like the sales, like anything goes. Like they can still expense off like big bar tab and stuff like that. Right. Because it's sales. Right. And they're trying to like schmooze a customer or whatever. And like, so because of that sort of old boys club mentality, like that sort of still like, oh, young lady, who are you? Like, obviously women can't be dentists too. Kind of thought it probably like that's going to be the last. Yeah. Obviously it's not good (laughs) salesmanship because you're a dentist. They can't. (laughs) <laughs> oh, yeah, I'll let Aaron argue with you on that one. But it's like, if you're a salesperson, like way to screw the sale with 50% of the dentists by like accusing them of being an assistant or a hygienist, like you're not going to get yeah. that sale. Yeah. The first sales guy that figures out like treat every woman, even if she is a hygienist or an assistant, like a dentist, uh-huh. like just to catch all sort of deal. Like you're going to get a lot more sales. So salespeople who listen to this, just start treating every woman like a dentist and wait for her to tell you that she's not. Yeah. Cause you're going to get way more sales that way. Like if you're, if you're a salesperson on the exhibit on floor and you ask a female dentist who, what doctor she works for, you're, you just lost a sale. Yeah.
0: Well, how do you so, handle that? There's those, there's, a female on Facebook that I've seen that uh, she, for all intents and purposes, you would believe that she was a dentist. Oh, this lady's a monster. I know who you're talking about.
1: Girl boss? <laughs> yeah. I, the thing that got me is like the only girl boss in dentistry or something like that. Uh-huh. And I immediately wanted to say, excuse me. Um, I know many female dentists who are killing it, uh-huh. including my fiance who owns one dental practice owns one dental practice that has two associate two full-time associates and then perio, indo, ortho and OMS multiple times a month uh-huh. as associates like coming into the office and is about to buy a second dental practice and is in line for a third. So, excuse me with your like one and only girl boss, lady who's not <laughs> even a dentist. Yeah you know who you are yeah should we put her on blast (sighs) i don't know i don't even know how to pronounce her last name i don't either it's like we'll just her initials are jy there you go but look lady you need to (laughs) calm calm the bone a little bit put on the air brakes in your little empire building uh and and calm down and and uh uh, stop referring to yourself as the only girl boss, like dentistry's only girl boss because that offends me yeah. And I'm like very not easily offended. So Caressa here is obviously a girl boss as well. Uh-huh. And so Caressa, hashtag girl boss. I'm taking that term <laughs> back for you <laughs> from JY. There you go. Pull your jet. Awesome. So I, I'm thinking, uh, obviously, like when the the uh, saying black don't crack mm-hmm. is in the sort of public lexicon, that comes from a seed of truth. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like Caressa is going to have years and years and years of dealing with this. Yeah, I don't think it's so one of it's not going away, so I have a couple of ideas to help Caressa through this and tell the time that she's you know that she starts looking her age, which could potentially be like when she 's fifty seven years old right,
0: right?
1: Mm-hmm. Um, so first off you 're just going to have to go into some sort of aging type of prosthetics every day, you yeah. know latex like right exactly like like they show like any time. You know, someone goes into a lot of prosthetics for the movie for a movie that they're doing. There's always those stories of like, oh, like I was up at five a.m. every day, like in the trailer, getting my prosthetic makeup put on. Yeah. That's what just you're gonna have to do. Yeah,
0: Jim Carrey on The Grinch. You know, it's exactly, three hours.
1: Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. And so you're just like you spend an hour in trailer going to makeup every day, going to these these prosthetics. And may I recommend maybe sort of like a coming to you remember Coming to America? Yeah. You remember the 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 barbershop scene? Uh huh. I would become like one of the old guys in the barbershop. That's what I would do from a prosthetic standpoint because, and then like have a lot of kitschy sayings that you would say to your patients, you know, so, so have, the prosthetics to put on to make you look like an older black man right and say stuff like that ain't tooth good to last like joe frazier you know just stuff like that like just have a bunch of kitschy sayings like that okay. sort of like the scene coming to america and i feel like i feel like everyone sort of loves that kind of kitschy kind of down home folksy kind of sayings and i think i think it's it, it just it's going to make your consults go much easier right
0: I think that's a winner.
1: So I think that's one option. I think that's obviously sort of a more traditional option, right? That's that's what that's what movies did for many years. Sure. But we're entering a digital age. CGI baby. CGI. So I think get Andy Circus. <laughs> you know who Andy Circus is? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> get Andy. So you hire him. He has to be available. Uh-huh. Right. He's not working at all. Obviously, I haven't seen Andy Serkis in anything since like 15 minutes ago. Well, no, uh, not his
0: own face. Yeah, you never
1: see it. I mean, that's the thing. That's the beauty of being Andy Serkis is he's just constantly working, doing all this stuff, uh-huh. and he's just ubiquitous. He's everywhere. You don't even know it. You, you you could be walking down the street, walk right past Andy Serkis, and you'd have no idea, right? For so sure. you get Andy Serkis to come in and do some sort of motion capture, mm-hmm. and then you just use like hologram technology to have <laughs> – Andy Serkis as an older version of you doing your consults. And then once they sign on the dotted line and they've sort of like committed financially... Then you can walk in, and then you know, Shiraat is over, but they've already paid, so it doesn't matter at that point, right? Perfect. Andy Circus is just for the hologram for the consults.
0: I mean, we got Tupac coming back in concert, and that three absolutely hologram,
1: right, hologram technology. Yeah. And then I heard that September 11th, like that was a hologram, like the planes going into the buildings was actually a hologram. Oh yeah, yeah I, heard, I heard. There. Yeah, yeah, they're still there. We just can't see them. Right. And I heard that the moon is a hologram too. It's cheese. So, Rat, right, if if we've got all these holograms everywhere, let's just start using that hologram technology to broadcast Andy Circus dressed up as an older version of you doing consults. Perfect. I think it's a perfect, perfect story. Uh,
0: it really is. It's, it's got winner written all over it. I, I think,
1: I, I I think she's onto some in in, in an earnest a- attempt to help Caressa here. She, she's onto some good things. She, you know, don't wear scrubs, the white coat with Dr. D on it. Those are all really good things. Um, I, other than that, I think you just have to kind of come up with your snappy comeback of yeah. like when some questions your age yep. it, and like, just say like, you know i I mean, I don't know say something like she she specifically mentions that she has an eleven year old son so that makes her at least thirty. I would oh, guess let's
0: go with that, yeah,
1: I mean obviously she could be younger than that, but i'm I'm gonna guess if she went to dental school she's she's got to be at least thirty, um you know, just just say something snappy, like, hey so if you're eleven, you're what sixth grade yeah, somewhere in there yeah. that that neighborhood <laughs> so like yeah my my middle school my middle school son's friends all think all think the same thing or something like that right like yeah, that's, that's kind of saying you've got a son who's old enough to be in middle school and his friends all think you look young too or or something you know something like kind of a jokey way around that um you know or, well, or, or there's always
0: definitely play up the milf factor i mean it, that's just the way it is
1: <laughs> my son's friends call me a milf <laughs> like exactly <laughs> i don't know how well that's going to go in a console. yeah maybe
0: maybe if you're not presenting maybe a 10 unit case maybe it's just more of a you need a filling, and I'm a milf. I don't know. That's uh, <laughs>
1: you. You have chipped uh, incisal edges on on your two front teeth, and you need milfs in those <laughs> MILF resins. And I'm the perfect one. <laughs> milf doing to milf, yeah. Provide that service uh-huh. to you. Yeah. Uh, I, I I think I think that the lab coat, obviously, that says you know her name's. I would probably I Dr. would probably milf. put. I'd put Doctor Caressa D, you know, something like that. I'd put full name on there. There you go. Um, and then like a bud, just make up letters of like accreditations, <laughs> and, right? MAGD, FACD, AAACD, just all of it. every letter you could think of, XYZCD, just everything. Every every no no one's gonna check, right? No one like, is going
0: to check. Kind of like uh, the I Dream of Genie. the generals always had those, all those multicolored bars on their left yes. nipple. And it was just like right. five inches by five inches. Right. And, like, and like
1: no one knows what any of that means. And no <laughs> one's going to check like to make sure you got any of it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That
0: red bar, that should be green.
1: And then just <laughs> like on the dental vendors and stuff like that, like just check it off. And if a vendor says that to you, don't buy anything from them. Yeah. Like they're a crappy person, and you shouldn't be doing business with a person who would say something like that to you. So don't buy anything from them, and then don't be a part of the mommy dentist Facebook group. There's well, better. Or
0: f- send pictures. It's one or the other.
1: Yes, yes. Send us <laughs> screenshots of like the <laughs> the craziness that must go on there. Um, but yeah, I mean, I I feel for you. Um, I, I will never fully understand what it's like to be a female dentist obviously and deal with that so i i do feel for for you for the female dentist like i really do i think it's it's got to be hard to have everybody automatically assume you're a hygienist or an assistant and that's got to suck um but you got to come up like got you got to come up with your line that simultaneously like diffuses that situation, lets the person know that you are a dentist and simultaneously shames them for saying something that makes you say that. Right. Yeah. Did you have like a, a line that you would say when you were younger to like say that you were actually older?
0: No, honestly, not really. It, I mean, it, it happened occasionally, but it was just wasn't enough. You know, I wore the white coat just to let people know that I was a doctor um, the, the facial hair certainly worked. I mean, that's the other thing. Krista could just grow a beard and, and call it good. Yeah. I mean, I
1: <laughs> like maybe some tetracycline or not tetracycline, uh, testosterone gel or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, just I, we, we just
0: watched, uh, um, Hugh Jackman in that, the greatest showman movie. We saw that yesterday and, uh, you know, there was a bearded lady in there and, uh, nice. you know, I don't think anybody was doubting her.
1: Right. No, uh, no one thought she was yeah.
0: 17. No, no, not at all.
1: Mine, mine <laughs> if somebody says something about age to me, like it doesn't happen all that often anymore, but I used to, to always say a lot of gray hair up in here. And I would kind of point to the gray hair is yeah. um, that, you know, even though gray hair is obviously not a reflection of age, it's yeah. society feels that it is. And so anymore. that was kind of how I would break the tension. And I would always laugh when I would do it. But yeah, uh-huh. you got you to just come up with your joke, that you, your go-to joke. Yeah. Sorry, Cressa. We, we live in a shitty society. <laughs> I apologize for everybody. <laughs> Not I feel like a, I need to secret. do that. <laughs> no. All right. Hopefully, we helped you, Caressa. On to question two. This is a good one. <laughs> jo- John asks My wife, a dentist, had a patient tell her that he, quote, has feelings for her, end quote, and gave her a heart necklace with the word love on it. He's been a long time patient, accepts treatment plans, pays his bill every time, is married, and is 65 years old. Thoughts? If he's dismissed, will he become a danger issue?
0: <laughs> well, my first thought is tell your wife to sell a full mouth reconstruction Absolutely. on him. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean.
1: This guy automatically needs a full mouth rehab. Not only does he need a full mouth rehab, he needs endo on every tooth. <laughs> he needs ortho. For sure. Cra- crowling lengthening, <laughs> whitening, a Sonicare, a water pig. <laughs> Anything else you can sell to this guy, Tad's. Does he need TADS? Well, eventually. A
0: sleep apnea appliance? (laughs) And all of it prepaid. Absolutely. Pay at the very beginning, check clears. Yeah.
1: I mean, this is an income opportunity.
0: (laughs) I mean, it's pretty obvious, right? This isn't just me.
1: No, that's the first thought that I had was we have to sell this guy everything we have. (laughs) And at the minute he like bats an eyelash at anything we're trying to sell him, I'm sure his wife would like to know about the necklace that he gave.
0: <laughs> exactly. And the professed feelings. I mean, it's. I it's,
1: mean, we had to blackmail this guy.
0: It's the American way. I,
1: I feel like he's walked into this. I think he I, has, I, yeah. Could you imagine? Put yourself in the position of this guy. P- pretend this is a, a physician. Pretend you had, I don't know, a... a Well, let's pre- let's say that you you tore a ligament in your knee uh-huh. cycling and you needed orthopedic surgery and your orthopedic surgeon was a female. Uh-huh. And you went to her a few times, you had surgery and a bunch of post-ops and you've been seeing her for a few years. Could you imagine... Giving her a necklace that says love and telling her that you have feelings for her. I, I can't imagine a world where this, no. like, I, I could never, ever do that. No, I mean. Like, the awkwardness of that.
0: I mean, the guy clearly thinks that there's a chance. I mean, you don't make that step without thinking there might it might actually work. I, I get, like,
1: a necklace that says love? That's something you give your your wife when you're 65. I don't, I
0: don't give like her the, that
1: now. Right. I mean, not like the young broad you're trying to bang. Like the young broad you're trying to bang, yeah. you, you, you got to give something better than that. Like, man, I... It, yeah, what my wife you? now, she's lucky to get a freaking blender, let
0: alone a, a necklace.
1: Vacuum. And- <laughs> Merry Christmas, Holly. Here's a vacuum.
0: Now go make me a sandwich. Oh, God, she doesn't uh, listen to this, right? I, you tell me, brother. I don't know. <laughs> What
1: know. what do you think the her reaction was when she opens because I, I guarantee you there's an assistant in the room because at this point there's been some kind of I mean yeah. there's always an assistant in the room so there's an assistant in the room and she opens this package it's a it's a necklace it says love how do you react to that Oh
0: yeah you just there there's no it's, it's oh, no God. win no yeah
1: I, like I'm cringing for this guy like it's like it's like when you see when you're at a bar or whatever and you see a guy go talk to a to a woman and just get uh-huh. shut down and uh-huh. you just feel so terrible for him like yeah. i kind of feel like that for this guy right now this is exactly what we're watching Dude,
0: I, I was in nola and on on bourbon street and some guy i only caught the tail end and this girl just dumped her drink all over his head
1: oh god
0: and i, I started laughing i felt so bad ah. for this guy the whole situation i ended up buying it a drink right. just to make up for it
1: so if if a, if a woman dumps her drink on a guy's head uh-huh. that's it it can't be just because he was like, Hey, how are you? Like, my name's Josh. How you know? What's your name? Like, it's because he went over and was like, lady, I gotta taste a piece of that. Like, he said something grossly inappropriate to her to get a drink dumped on his head. He didn't just like, Oh, okay, what's your what's your astrological sign? Right? It right. wasn't like it wasn't something or something lame. Like it was something offensive. Yeah. Yeah. And then you just bought him another drink.
0: I just, uh, look, I felt bad for laughing because I was just burst yeah, out, just it. full on.
1: <laughs> I would too. I mean, come on. <laughs> well, the
0: pointing didn't help, and so point and laugh uh, is just never a good thing. Have so. you ever
1: had like a drink dumped on you?
0: I haven't. I'm sure I've deserved it, but I haven't.
1: Yeah, um, I, I, I'm such like a—I'm like I'm, I really am like a shy uh-huh. like. I, I I could never say, like, when you read those, like, what, those pickup lines that people say, like, <laughs> this is, no. there's there's a, a dental person, uh, she sells something, she's a consultant or a salesperson or whatever, uh-huh. and anytime she posts something on Facebook, there's a bunch of dudes that just, like, have the cheesiest line <laughs> so in her company. So bad, so bad. Uh, you've seen some of these, right? I am not going to say her name, but. No so bad. I I could never with a straight face say any of that stuff. So like, I've, I've never had like the, the gross, like shoot down in a bar or whatever, because, Uh because I've never like said anything like that. You know, like I've never, like, I wouldn't just not go over and talk to somebody, you know what I mean? Like sort of more, um, yeah, this is such an awkward deal because I, I can't imagine putting myself in a situation where I would bring, like a professional that I've been working with on a professional basis, mm-hmm. bring them like a a necklace that said love on it. Like that's, oh man. I, I've been dating Andrea for I don't even know how long. We're engaged and I a necklace that said love on it. Like I would ooh, I, like...
0: Yeah, you probably should go do the math and find out how long you have been together because girls really like when you yeah. know. That. <laughs> Someone it asked was, how long we've been married recently and I'm like ah, 20.
1: I call it a glide path because we were sort of friends first and then sort of glide path into a relationship so it's it's hard <laughs> to say so like dentist of you it is i know <laughs> it, it's it's hard to say like when is the day that like we kind of started dating because there really isn't there really isn't necessarily one it kind of just sort of morphed over time
0: okay okay yeah did, I, did she accept this as, a, as an excuse yeah, I mean, okay.
1: we, she she agrees we don't really have like a set day that we started dating or whatever. As long as she's on board, because yeah, the worst is when
0: when there's an actual date and you're like, oh, it was kind of a like Holly. Sometimes people say something, oh, it was this, and she just looks at me. I'm like, no, I'm I'm wrong. It wasn't that. It was it was it clearly it was 24 years ago and some something along well, the lines. So
1: Andrea is a girl boss hashtag girl boss. <laughs> okay.
0: She does not have the time
1: <laughs> to deal with figuring out the day that we started dating. Uh, God, I hate that woman. Anyway, <laughs> I know. So, so we're both in agreement that, uh-huh. that, like, number one, maximize this sort yes. of opportunity for income yes. the best you can. I, I, I wouldn't necessarily dismiss this guy, nope. but I would maybe have a conversation like, dude. You know, what I'm so you,
0: non-confrontational. I probably wouldn't even have the conversation. I'd probably just make sure. Just ignore it? Yeah. I, I'd I'd probably, just make sure
1: there's always an assistant yes, in the room. Someone's whatever. in the yeah.
0: room always. Because yeah. I've, I've I'm have had i sure you've had this happen too. Where I, we had one woman co- come up to Holly at the front desk <laughs> and just was ranting and raving about me. And then just said, do you know, do you know if he's dating anybody? Uh, <laughs> and Holly goes, you know, I, I don't hope not. think so. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he isn't, but I don't know. And, and did let on that she was my wife.
1: That's so funny.
0: It was awesome. Yeah.
1: Oh, I love that because, you know, the typical thought is like a, a woman gets very territorial or whatever. And like, that's my man. But yeah. like, I love that Holly was like, oh, this is a moment for comedy. Like, let's uh-huh. milk this for all we can get and see how far this woman goes.
0: Well, we also needed a reschedule for her six month recare. I mean, we didn't want her to Got to fill that schedule. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Holly's a girl Ho- boss too.
1: Holly <laughs> goes home that night. Or the day before the, that lady's, lady's next appointment, it was like, Lance, wear your tightest pants that you have. She, she totally pimps me and out. Lays out, your, <laughs> lays out your, your outfit for you.
0: Yeah, for sure.
1: <laughs> so, John, I, I mean, I don't think you need to... First off, you don't need to worry about your wife having an affair with this guy because she told you about it. Yeah. If, if, if you were... If like anything was going to happen with this guy, she would have never told anything, never said anything to you about it, and, mm-hmm. and, and you'd never known. So, I think very, you know, this is very admirable. You guys have a good relationship because she brought it up to you and she told you about it. Um, and now let's just leverage the shit out of this, get some (laughs) income, maybe get a good big family vacation out of it and just laugh all the way to the bank at the patient's expense. Perfect. That's sound advice. I think so. I really, I think we did a good job on that one. I think so. On to our Reddit question, which I I, I feel (laughs) like, I feel like listeners just love the Reddit questions because I I love the Reddit questions. They're, they're, they're borderline absurd most of the time. And this Uh one starts off not so absurd, but gets there pretty quickly. Okay. So this is from Reddit user, hello 504. And they had a post saying, uh, titled looking for career advice. I was originally going to go to medical school, but I decided I didn't want to be a physician. So I am now deciding between dentistry and occupational therapy. I am looking for a career that fits these needs. Number one, entrepreneurship. I want to be an entrepreneur more than anything, but some, something in healthcare. I really enjoy healthcare and helping people. That's why rehab medicine and or dentistry, I think, is ideal for me. I am also, by, I am also very financially ambitious Constantly starting small online businesses. Number two, I hate stress. (laughs) I get stressed and anxious very easily, and I don't want a stressful career. Number three, I like to be mobile. I like to move around and dislike being in the same spot for too long. What do you think? Any dentist here can give me any insight? I'm currently working on getting a shadow for each.
0: Well, dentistry's out. I mean, (laughs) yes. I mean,
1: so we have three qualifications. Number one is entrepreneurship. We're good there. Yeah. That's totally fine. Whatever, like, yeah. you could do a bunch of stuff. Number two, stress. <laughs> That's all it is. <laughs> you get anxious when there's too much stress. Yeah, <laughs> Dentistry is literally nothing but stress. <laughs> Number three, you don't want to be tied down anywhere.
0: <laughs> it's nothing but an anchor. I hate
1: to tell you, <laughs> but unless you're going to start six months smiles and then get high for <laughs> five years and go on a walkabout, like, it, you're going to be tied down in one place for 35 years. Yeah. I do not think dentistry is the right thing for you.
0: I mean the simple answer is uh apparently occupational therapy is the winner.
1: I I guess so, but so have you do you have any experience with occupational therapy?
0: Uh very very limited. A guy I knew when I was an undergrad, his fiance or his yeah, she had they were getting engaged and she was an occupational therapist. So I I I only know everything via her. Okay.
1: So my mom at like and it was actually thing, about so. a year ago. Yeah, it was like a year ago tomorrow, or a year ago. Yeah, like year, like it was right around Christmas last year, right after Christmas last year. Uh-huh. I, I go to my mom's house. Um, and like it was one of those weird things, like, something told me like, you should go check on your mom. Like something told me, like, hey, just go over and see what's going on. Uh-huh. And so I walked into my mom's house and she was on the floor and she had been there for like hours. She had fallen and broken Ooh. her hip. Um, uh-huh. And so like got her up off the floor and got her in the chair and could immediately tell like one leg was longer than the other. So we knew either like hip was dislocated or broken one of the two. (laughs) So got her up, got EMS there, EMS took her to the hospital, was like in the hospital with her for the next three days, broken hip surgery, then rehab facility after that, where she had like, she worked with an occupational therapist every day and a physical therapist every day. Physical therapy is exactly, you know, all that stuff you think occupational therapy Like that's hard emotional work. Like Mm -hmm. these are people who have had like major life events, like a broken hip or a stroke or a heart attack. And you're literally reteaching them how to like tie their shoes and like what they call ADLs, activities of daily living. Mm-hmm. Like I don't even know if occupational therapy is right for this person. Like, can you imagine, like, to me, that would be stressful. Like yeah, here's this new patient who was fully functional and living by themselves yesterday. And today they don't know what their name is because they've had a stroke, Mm -hmm. you know, some sort of CVA or some, you know, they fell and hit their head or whatever. Like that, like there's what we do, which is like, I get it. It's, I mean, what we do is stressful and whatnot. And then there's like that sort of like the feeling that I have, like when I would see other people in occupational therapy was like a feeling of just hopelessness. Yeah. Just like you're just delaying the inevitable of, to use the word glide path again, like the glide path to death. Right, and yeah. like occupational therapy is like just a step along the way.
0: No, like, I like I could never. I mean, when I've I've had patients who are at the later stages of of life and their cognitive abilities. Go and, and right. it, 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 it's and hard. Like, it's it's like IG goes
1: and it, it, it's just it's hard it's hard to watch somebody like go downhill like that right yeah yeah well
0: their dexterity is gone they're they're not able to take care of their the teeth so yeah. suddenly... I had two patients
1: within one year die of ALS which I thought oh. was strange one was a younger guy one was an older guy but that was that was weird to have two ALS in a year. Yeah. I couldn't, that
0: yeah, is yeah, tough. Yeah. So I, I would assume occupational therapy is just full that. of that. I, I wouldn't be yes, able to.
1: Absolutely. It's, it's very hard. I, I, I remember, I remember this specifically, um, after the hospital, we were in the hospital like three days or so. And then she had her surgery and like, I don't know, 18 hours after the surgeries, they had discharged her and sent her to this, um, rehab facility, this rehab hospital. Mm-hmm. And I, I just just remember like I was I was on no sleep I was trying to like I would, I would stay up with her all night at the hospital and then go work during the day, during those three days. And it was like the end of the year crush, you know, yeah, and yeah. I was trying to like cancel or reschedule patients because it was busy and I had like cases that needed to be delivered before. I remember like having to deliver eight units and like go in, like after I'd been up all night at the hospital, like go in at first thing in the morning to deliver eight units. Like, it was kind of a, I was a mess like during yeah. that week and my siblings were out of town and so I was kind of the only one that was there kind of handling all this And, um, I distinctly remember like this, it was like, it was, it was New Year's Eve. I, it was New Year's Eve the night that we got discharged from the hospital and moved Uh over to the rehab hospital. And it was just this feeling of hopelessness. Like my mother couldn't even like sit up to like get out of bed or like sit up to go to the bath. I mean, it was just, it was Mm. really hard. Everything was really hard at that point. And it was just like, we're never like, she's never going to get out of here. Like she's going to die here. Mm. And, And I remember walking out of her room at the rehab hospital and in the hallway was a patient of mine in scrubs and her name was Amelie and I was like it was I was kind of on zero sleep I was like what are you doing here like it was kind of accusatory like we've talked about it since then it was like what are you doing here like it was just sort of it was I Mm -hmm. you know just you're not expecting to see someone and you see them and it was just a weird reaction and it turned out she was the occupational therapist and I remember distinctly like getting this feeling of like oh thank god like it's like almost like like I'm not a religious person but it was almost like oh this person is an angel like uh-huh. because like now I feel so much better knowing that like I just saw a familiar face and she told me it's going to be okay. And she told me like, she's going to be with my mom tomorrow oh. for occupational therapy. And it was like this feeling of like, Oh, things are going to be okay. And it just so happened that like, this is a, a patient who's kind of a friend as well. Her husband is also a big fan of the Adam Carolla show. Mm-hmm. And we were into each other, like at a Adam Carolla concert at a, a live show and got to know each other. And, and so like, she's been to my Halloween, her and her husband had been to my Halloween party and stuff like that. And so it was like, of all the people in the world, like she was the right person that, that I needed to have like for my mom's OT. Uh And so like, I just think like there's, for every person like me, there has to be a million others that like feel hopeless and feel like their, their mother or father or brother, sister, son, daughter, whatever is never going to make it out of the hospital or whatever. And then they see this occupational therapist and that's like the only hope that they have. Uh-huh. And so I like, th- that's not like a low stress thing. So like you want like a low stress job, like, I don't know, man, go sell surfboard wax. Like, I, yeah, I, I don't know as if, if there's such a thing as like, a job that financially what, what were his qualifications here yeah, he wants a job fi- yeah he's financially ambitious but he doesn't want any stress and he wants to move all the
0: time <laughs> yeah, i want like,
1: money but i don't want to work for it right you you like you need to go into like <laughs> you need to be a day trader or whatever right like that's yeah, it like, yeah.
0: i don't even i don't know what to tell you yeah sex I... worker maybe
1: you need to be a sex worker
0: <laughs> there you go because well, you go to the docks and find all the sailors that uh...
1: Yeah. I, dentistry is certainly not a, lo- a, a lower, no stress job. And I don't think occupational therapy is either. No. I I don't, I mean, I guess as an occupational therapist, like you wouldn't have the entrepreneurship as an occupational therapist. I don't think you could just have a practice of occupational therapy. You'd work in a hospital or a group of other therapists. It seems like.
0: I I believe so. Yeah. It's not a solo gig. Yeah. So you're not going to have your entrepreneurship there. Yeah. Uh,
1: I I think this guy's chasing a white whale.
0: Yeah, I think so. There's, I think there's no way around it. That's cake and eat it too. And you're not going to.
1: Who's the guy you've mentioned him on the podcast before. Who's the guy like has bi-coastal practices or whatever that you were like you with your belgium license oh uh
0: michael Appa, he's in new york and dubai
1: okay so it's so weird (laughs) do you want to go to dubai to practice
0: i have a license there yeah i i thought about it but at the when i it was yeah it's one of those long stories it kind of dovetails from the belgium thing Uh, i can tell you about this some other time if you're interested but have you been to dubai i have i have and could you imagine practicing there I could, but I the way I imagined it... Uh, it's just going big cases and failing. Well, the the problem is most of the people, from what I can tell, and, and this is an observer that's only been there a couple times, um, there's the huge wealth, the the sheiks and all those people in charge, and then there's all of the, the workers from Philippines and India, and they're they're paid very, very, very low. The majority of the dentistry going on there is on them. They don't have any money, and so the 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 working conditions as a dentist there in Dubai for the average dentist would be you're going to work 6 days a week and you're you're just doing and just regular patching yeah um appa has a a niche and therefore he's not seeing the same type of people he's yeah. it, you know charging four or five times the going rate for for what he does i'm not saying it's not worth it i mean it's everything is worth whatever is paid and everybody feels it was a good enough deal and his work is great. I, I don't have any qualms with the, the work that I've seen, but uh, that's just not what most dentists are going to experience if they were to go to Dubai.
1: So that's like the sort of mobility thing, right? Like that this is somebody who, because of reputation and hard work, has worked up the ability to be able to go to different places yes. and sort of do yes. this kind of Yep. it's a very specific kind of thing yeah, that know, doesn't happen without stress
0: exactly that he, the, if the what it took for him to pay the price to get where he's at he's paid that price and right. the stress that is involved with that i mean i i he's done a fantastic job and whatever it took to get there he did it he paid i you know hats off yeah
1: I don't know the guy I've never met him, so i don't I don't know yeah i I met a
0: few times nice guy i i like him
1: your brother and I had a conversation about him one time uh oh just about about sort of um, some of the like posts that he has. And I, I'm not his friend on Facebook, so I mm. can't, can't tell you. But it was a lot of stuff about like sitting in fancy cars and stuff like that.
0: Yeah. Well, I think if you're going to try to have that niche, you certainly have to uh, walk the walk and talk the talk kind of thing.
1: It's like realtors. Like realtors yeah. tend to do that. Yeah. Realtors only ever pull up in like fancy cars. Right. And I, I remember I had a, a, a realtor who's a patient who had like a Maserati. Uh-huh. And like bitched and moaned about like a $17 fluoride varnish and like just they couldn't afford the $17 Uh fluoride varnish. You you drive a Maserati. (laughs)
0: Yeah. Rented, Uh. but I mean, I'm driving it. Yeah.
1: Yeah, basically. Yeah, basically. (laughs) So hello, 504. I I don't know as if either of those two things are careers for you. I don't know what is the career for you. You don't want to be stressed. You want to make a ton of money with no stress, and you want to be able to like up and move anytime you want. Like you need to invent Snapchat or whatever, right? Like <laughs> yeah. that's it. That's what you need to do. And and I love this. I'm always creating what is this? I'm online. also very financially ambitious, constantly starting small online businesses. Why don't you do something with that? Yeah. It's, it's, Obviously, if that. these are good businesses, you wouldn't like then be looking to do dentistry or occupational therapy or whatever. Like uh-huh. it, just do that. If that's if this is what you if that's the world you want, low stress, mobility and financial independence like just come up with a really good idea focus on that get it off the ground sell it and then Uh you're good yeah don't don't be a dentist it's you're just gonna (laughs) be miserable like the rest of us for sure like the rest of us well lance i think (laughs) that just about does it do you have any uh do you have anything else uh from uh from uh for hello 504 that you want to add in
0: i do not i don't
1: did you always want to be a dentist? What was your What was I, your?
0: I did not. No. <laughs> um. You know, I I I enjoyed. I was thinking healthcare. Um, went down that path. Uh, you, I didn't know what to choose as a major, so I just picked. You know, a biology major, human biology, was going down the the medical school pathway. Uh, I realized early on that, oh my God, they work what? You're six days on, seven days on, and you're on call, and all the the 90 hour work weeks. And that's when I went, maybe I don't want to be a dentist or a a physician. And that's when I started looking at dentistry because. The credits nice. were already kind of similar and yeah. then, and just kind of stuck with it. It wasn't until I was in dental school when I realized, oh, I don't want to be a dentist. <laughs> well, too late now. But yeah, you had already started a family. <laughs> yeah.
1: So it was like, got to do something. <laughs> I can't work at a cycling shop all day.
0: <laughs> nope. No, the job nice. I had that I loved, right, be- right in between undergrad and dental school, I was uh, um, in the shipping area for Barnes and Noble, just nice. unlo- unloading boxes, mindless. I was alone, just yeah. scanning books into the computer system.
1: Now you would have like if you're doing that now, you'd have headphones on and listening to podcasts or audio books. Yeah, right.
0: Sure. right. But back then,
1: you're probably just nothing. Nothing. Just- Oh, just thoughts to yourself all day long. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Well, Lance, I don't remember whose turn for a song it is. I think it's yours because we had Aaron on and before that we had Clint. And then the one before that was mine. So I think it's your turn for a song.
0: Is it? Okay. Uh, Got anything on tap? I just downloaded Death Cab for Cutie. You are a tourist. So we'll just throw that one in there. Yeah,
1: nice. That's a good one. I I like Death Cab. I think they. um, I I get. Are they considered emo or alternative? I think
0: they they, they're one foot in each. They're the yeah. I think so too. Yeah, I I don't. The
1: emo carries such a weird connotation for me. It does. Because I just, just, it's just, it's it's not a good connotation. Like it, it makes me think of like like those kids from high school that were super dramatic and wore eyeliner, you know, like guys and like had weird hair. Uh-huh. And like, I, I don't know, but like some emo music is really good. Um, I just, I can't adopt an emo lifestyle. Right. For sure.
0: I, my, yeah. my youngest daughter, she got pissed. Uh, we were buying clothes at Wazoo. My oldest was registering and checking in and we, we were buying souvenirs. Everybody gets a t-shirt. So we bought my youngest one well, was all black, the black logo on on a black background, and also a- yeah. I see, yeah, I get that for Bianca because she's in her emo shit phase right now. <laughs> she she she, hates she was not it. happy with that. No, that was not the comment that she was uh, nice. uh, appreciating. So um, so yeah, that blacky emo shit. That's that's my my daughter Bianca.
1: Nice, and she's probably <laughs> listened to a lot of Death Cab for Cutie. A little bit, a little bit. My morning <laughs> jacket, I feel like, is another one. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah,
0: she's uh, um oh. Just I just went blank on a whole bunch of the the bands that she likes that are all kind of on that that emo wavelength. Um, Thirty Seconds to Mars and
1: yes, yeah, yeah, a lot of eyeliner, <laughs> yeah, a lot of eyeliner. Well, enjoy some Death Cap for Cutie. Remember, send us your questions. Working at gmail.com. Check us out on the web, www.workinginterferences.com. Hey, go to iTunes, rate us and review us. Yes. And Lance, what is your favorite number? Five. Five. That's the only number. Go with five. Listen. If you're going to give like a one star rating, stop before you, before you do a one star rating for anything, for any podcast on iTunes, before you give a one star rating, stop and ask yourself, what am I doing with my life? Don't spread the hate, spread the love. Five stars, five, five stars. Five, five is our stars. favorite number. Rate time. us and review us, iTunes, uh, any other podcast method. I think they all, they all have ratings and reviews on all those. Hit us up, workinginterferences at gmail.com. We want your questions. Enjoy some some Death Capricutti. Lance, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, and we'll see you soon. All right, thanks. Peace.